And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And like I said, you listen... I'm not really in studio. Yeah, no. Pastor <laughs> Gavin is not in studio with us. We are, we are recording... Of course, people yeah. People might think I got COVID. No, no, he doesn't have COVID. It's just precautions. I was wondering what the voice, what happened with the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People think flu is not a bad thing. Yesterday. Sure. It's, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Been a painful week. Yeah, I remember Fish. when we spoke about the flu and then I was like, sure. I actually remembered when I had the flu and it was, yeah, it was, my body was so couldn't get up i was like ah oh, this sucks felt like you're gonna die i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if you've had that flu gigs. i i i did feel fluish a few weeks back but then no nah, man we're not talking about it wasn't as hectic as what you guys are talking about no i think i had that no, last been, year last year i've been men down yeah you have shame. <laughs> that's quite hectic but even the flu cannot stop the political yes, show yes. that is how hot it is Mm. yes so (laughs) this week we're basically speaking about um the youth day the youth day speech that julius malema made and he has a tendency of making some very interesting speeches when we have public holidays (laughs) and on wednesday the 16th of june we had it was basically youth day and youth day is there to celebrate um to celebrate the day yeah i'm going to lie what is it to celebrate <laughs> are you joking well i know it has to you know? do with, with the whole thing with hector peterson and uh yes. the march that, that happened in june 16th yes it was quite hectic and st- mm. stuff but do we say we celebrate that i think i think what yeah, well, what we do celebrate it yeah because the apartheid government decided that they wanted uh black people to be taught in afrikaans Oh, yeah. Which, for those not in South Africa, it's one of the languages spoken here in South, in South Africa amongst the white people. Yeah. And uh, they wanted to they wanted to to um, let the black people be taught in Afrikaans. They saw the Afrikaans as the language of the oppressor. Yeah. And so the students all marched on the 16th of June, 1976. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the march started out peacefully. And then... Uh, Things broke out. Uh, the cops started shooting. Hector Peterson was killed, um, yeah. and then it, a whole set of rights, um, you know, was settled from there. So yeah. obviously, that is something that is massively celebrated in South Africa mm. as part of the liberation struggle. Yeah. Um, however, there is also a contingent of people who say that um, they actually unleashed a, a terrible set of forces on the country that time because it was the first time that black children actually disobeyed their parents because mm. most of those kids who were out there their parents didn't know that they were marching because their parents had forbid them to go yeah and uh you know so 
So, um, th therefore, there is another view. Obviously, it's widely celebrated here in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. It's having a huge amount to do with um, the 1994 election and the new South Africa and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, during his speech, so during his speech and stuff, he said some very interesting things, but we're going to focus on one of the things where he spoke about not abiding to lockdown level three until we get vaccinated. So do you want to explain more about that topic before we go into it? Yeah, I think we can discuss, but I mean, Julius was the lockdown king mm -hmm. and now he's refusing to lockdown. So um, I think, I, you know, I think, I think we've got some, we've got to look at motives, but we'll talk about that later because I think he's got motives for doing that. Yes. So this is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Yes, hot politics. Here's a song by Reactive called Hot Explodes.
track from reactive it was really really cool yeah. i don't know about you but that was a dope track. Oh, it was the explode. <laughs> <laughs> and how cool is it that we are listening to reactive when we are speaking about a show based on a speech that was done on youth day that is very, also very cool very interesting yes <laughs> we are within like they say yes. <laughs> so now according to news 24 eff leader julius malema says there's uh, still a lot to be done for the youth in south africa to be happy in inverted commas, he said that he said um, the youth was drowning in misery faced by many challenges that the government was failing to tackle. And he basically said a whole lot of things. But uh, one of the biggest things that he said is that the party slammed uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa for not being clear on the vaccination rollout program. He said it was concerning that it was concerning that the government still hadn't prioritized essential workers to be vaccinated. And these are his words. Police are not vaccinated. There's no plan to vaccinate teachers who deal with millions of children every day. Frontline workers, those people are in danger. The nurses and doctors and all those who work in hospitals, those who were told they they are the priority till today, they are still struggling to vaccinate. Malema said that the party would not listen to President Sarah Maposa. He said and no adhere to the lockdown restrictions that were imposed under level three lockdown. Yes. He, and this is, this is yeah, basically um, what he says. I think I... He says, no one is going to stop us. No lockdown nonsense regulations are going to stop us. I think Julius Malema is in trouble. Yeah. Why are you saying that? <laughs> he came up flat out for the lockdown last year. Yeah. And um, I mean, he said that the, the workers, they're going to lock down and if they die of hunger, they're going to die with their boots on. He made all of those kind of statements. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know if you all remember that. Yeah. 
Um, that was also on a public holiday last year. I can't remember which one it was. And it was when Cyril Ramaphosa started opening the economy a bit that uh, the EFF came out massively against that. Now, um, looking at South Africa, that's a very unpopular policy. And there's an election coming up, local government elections. Mm. Now, the EFF wants to postpone it because I think they've lost a lot of supporters. Yeah, I can't see that they haven't lost supporters because of their lockdown stand. Um, and the problem that the DA has is they're also pro-lockdown. And, the, and so, uh, you know, I, I think you're going to have a lot of people looking for somewhere else to vote. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust his motive here. Yeah? The other thing about the vaccine, um, I mean, there, there's, a, there's, there's a doctor um, from Port Edward that I actually saw a video of him, um, you know, uh, th- this week. Um, talking about the whole thing with, uh, you know, with with uh, COVID nineteen and treatment, and um, you know, obviously we've been involved with a doctor here in Johannesburg that's treated over a thousand people, and only one, lost one patient. And this guy, he's from Port Edward, he's an Indian guy, and um, he's he's treated over four thousand patients, and uh, so far, in fact, his name's Doctor Shankara Chetty. So this is an Indian doctor who treats poor people, rich people, the import Edward, it's a rural area. They haven't got uh, ability to have ventilators you know, and all of that sort of stuff. They haven't even got really much of an ability to test people for COVID. So he treats them with uh, one type of treatment when they get the flu symptoms. And then he tells them on day eight, this is what you've got to watch for. Because what he says is the dangerous part of the disease starts on day eight. That's the autoimmune part. And so then he changes the treatment to move it from antiviral treatment to treating with steroids and antihistamine and um, stuff that stops your blood from, from clotting. So he's treated over 4,000. None of them have to go on ventilators, even um, diabetics and all sorts. And uh, the only people that he's lost are patients that were taken out of his care when the family decided to take them to hospital. And uh, then they died in hospital. So... Mm-hmm. Looking at that, I still maintain, why is the vaccine such a big deal? Mm. You know, and uh, I'm still saying, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not all that perturbed about the, the, the rollout being messed up. In fact, I wish they'd messed it up more. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm totally with Julius on being anti-lockdown. So me and Julius, we I can put on a red beret for that one. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> but I've just heard about someone else now today, um, or not today, yesterday, um, uh, that, that, that had to get rushed to Baraguan at the hospital after taking the vaccine, someone that was healthy before, mm-hmm. and their wife tested positive for COVID after taking the vaccine. They were, they were negative, but they get vaccinated. Now they've now they, now they got COVID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Um, you know, myself and Julius are not really going to uh, see eye to eye on that one there. Um, you know, we don't feel that everyone has to be vaccinated for the lockdown not to not to happen. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I was once in an Uber and um, I was speaking to this Uber driver and he was speaking about the fact that he he's a part-time nurse and stuff and he got the vaccine. And he was for the vaccine. I mean, he was like, "Yes, you need to get the va- you need to get the vaccine when it's available," and all of these things. He told me about a a colleague of his that also got the vaccine and um, died a few weeks later because of 
well, he he said he wasn't saying it's because of the vaccine, but then he said he died because of something else. It wasn't COVID and stuff. And I had asked him if this specific colleague was what's this was sick before he got took the vaccine and stuff. And he said no, he wasn't sick, and and things. But then it made sense. I mean, he took the vaccine a few weeks later. Um, he died and 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 stuff. So there is something with the vaccines. Well, we don't know what it is, but. Yeah. That tells you that they're lying. Yeah. Because they came out with the stuff with the Sisonke trial. And obviously, I mean, these people probably got the Johnson & Johnson as part of the Sisonke trial. Yes. Um, and uh, they said out of the first 270 or 80,000 vaccines that they did with the Johnson & Johnson, only one died and it was a, a, a woman just over 50. Sure. So, um, you know, the... the this now says, but now, yeah, you, you could have another health worker that died, mm. and they're not telling us the truth. So, Julius, you'd rather be fighting that we're getting accurate stats in terms of the vaccine. Mm. You know, before we start um, before we start pushing this. So can I ask, with the vaccines, who's receiving the vaccines now? Because if Julius Malema is saying that the frontline workers are not receiving the vaccine and, and stuff, and that's what they're telling us on social media and on media in general, then who's getting the vaccine? Is it just the old people that are getting the vaccine? Or I don't know if you know that the answer to that. Yeah, basically, um, there's three groups that are getting it. So the first one is is obviously the healthcare workers. Yeah. So they, they, they're still able to get it. The second one is the um, those over 60 that have registered on that system. They, they, they're getting it. And then the third group are those who are jumping the queue. Jumping the queue. Yes. In other words, they're not supposed to be getting it yet. <laughs> sure. I wouldn't want to be part of the third group. Imagine <laughs> just jumping the key just so you could get it. Well, I actually have a family member that says that they're going to get the vaccine because they want to travel. And uh, there's a lot of countries that only allow you to enter with, with the vaccine passport and stuff now. This person probably could be one of the people that will jump the queue to get the vaccine. Yeah, my um, my brother's girlfriend's mother i don't know if i said that properly <laughs> um she she went to to israel and she 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 got the vaccine to um two jabs already um but what i heard is that she's still fine um so yeah this this thing is like very very interesting the only problem i have with our news though is that they don't tell the people that even if you take the vaccine you like you still gullible to get the virus again what they're telling people is that the vaccine is the solution to the virus but that's not true so that's the problem that i have and i don't know pastor if you have anything to say with that the fact of the matter is now that the vaccine doesn't stop you getting sick in fact um i believe people are sometimes testing positive because they took the vaccine yeah All right um already back in february when they started vac vaccinating the healthcare workers um there was already um a situation we heard of where a nurse um she got the vaccine and two weeks later the whole family had covered the yeah. whole family yeah. so um so, so so the first is it doesn't it doesn't stop it and and the second thing is so now they, they're coming out with a thing to say okay but it makes it less severe and um you know less people die and and, and that's you know they're saying that but th as far as i'm concerned they need to produce the data yeah. they need mm -hmm. to prove it I, I want to know you know 
how many of these these new cases so um you know thursday morning when i looked at the stats from wednesday there were 13,000 new infections so what i want to know is how many of those 13,000 have been vaccinated and you can't find that anywhere they're not telling us sorry i just wanted to add to what you're saying pastor is that before the vaccinations we didn't have such numbers it could just be a a spike it could you know we don't know yeah it could be the vaccine (laughs) that's 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 adding the spike you know we don't know either yeah true yeah so so yeah in terms of in terms of julius um um I, i think he still might be making a strategic error yeah because um if, if a party comes out and says, you know, um, you can have the vaccine if you want, but we're going to make sure that uh, that uh, we we anti-vaccine pass, you know, all of this sort of stuff. We're going to make sure that there's going to be accurate data about the, about vaccine injuries and what happens to people after they get vaccinated. If you start if you start pushing that line, I think you're going to get a lot more support. Yeah. I think if Julius did that, he might win the election. Yeah. Sure. Not I that mean, I want to give him advice to help him with it. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically, Karen, saying that um, the EFF said it would march to the South African Health Products uh, Regulatory Authority on Friday to raise its concerns. Manema said if they did not get a response from the authority, they would stage sleep-ins at the home of the organization's CEO. And he said, it is personal like that. There will be sleep-ins there until vaccine is provided by government. Won't that now also bring a spike a in infections yeah, and, and, and stuff? I'm, I'm not sure. It depends if they're kissing and stuff. <laughs> they're gonna be, they're obviously, they're going to be outside. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the virus doesn't spread that well outside. But no, then yes. flu and... When you're indoors. We obviously in, in winter in South Africa and things like that. So things like flu and things will obviously people will yeah think. yeah they, they can sleep in if they want. Yeah. It's not such a good idea to sleep outside in Joburg at this time of the year. True, true. <laughs> you know the the air, the the air gets cold, especially at night, and it's yeah. very dry. Mm. So you can get flu. Obviously, different coronaviruses also allergic a lot of people can end up in hospital because of allergic reactions yeah you know um i had an allergic reaction in 2014 because we went to a march on a saturday morning all right and our worship team was playing there so we had to go so there we were at 6 a.m yes i got sick sure and on the monday night i was in hospital sure so um so good luck to us eff guys <laughs> Yeah, I heard they shouted when when um, Julia said we, we want the vaccine, and then people shouted after, like, "Yeah, for real!" Yeah, but I think it was. I think it's planned. Like that's. I think that's what's happening here, because our president just met with the G seven guys, um, and we all know how England and all of them are pushing the vaccine, and the president came back, and when he comes back, yeah, they, we had adverts. Hey, they, lockdown. Yeah, yeah like bam, lockdown. Mm. And there's this, um, I think it was on Tuesday, this woman, I forgot her name, but she was speaking and saying how they're going to use the lockdowns and the um, suspending of alcohol and all of that to force. And she actually used that word force people to take the vaccine because she's saying that when you ask people to do things voluntarily, they don't do it. So we're going to use the lockdowns and the alcohol 
to force them to take the vaccines and obviously malema comes out um like um we need we want the vaccines and then um was it um in the morning yesterday in the morning and um i think i think it was a thursday they came out saying that they haven't received the vaccines okay for for the for the um for the teachers and all of that so there was they were expecting vaccines to come but they they didn't receive them and what not i think this is all an act they do have the vaccines they just want to see if people are gonna like cry for the vaccines and be like why you're slow so that they can know uh, uh, unless if people don't do that they will know that they have to then force us to take it and i think that's when the things like your ids going to a shop or going to work that's when they're going to start kicking in uh, that's sure. my take on that and also another thing i don't know if you're with this J, um j and j we have 20 we have two is it 200 million that are expired or wrong or something like that and then we we're getting another two million from um netherlands and it's also j and j i don't know that sounds fishy i don't think they're gonna throw away the two million i think they're gonna give us the same two million that they claiming that they're gonna throw away i don't know that's what i thought when i heard that i don't know what you what's I, your take on that? i just know that the g7 conference that you spoke about that they're planning to end the pandemic next year and okay, um, interesting. <laughs> in or, they say in order to do this they need to send a lot more vaccines to developing countries mm. and stuff so that includes south africa yeah. and things that's why they also welcome Cyril ramaphosa onto the whole whole situation there so i guess with this thing we'll just have to see how it unravels sure and who yeah, takes it yeah, at that g7 i don't know if you saw their party they weren't social distancing no they weren't <laughs> So there is with the queen and everyone yeah and they're not social distancing and all of that stuff then he comes so back true. and he locks us down further sure. yeah. yeah and then and then then let's take it a step further all right um don't these guys all have the same masters mm. yeah. yeah all of these leaders yeah yeah and obviously cyril's got the same you know president ramaphosa has got the same masters maybe yeah so maybe that's why he was invited eh? Yeah, yeah that's yeah that's true yeah so we're gonna see what it will look like this time next year because they're saying that they're planning on stopping ending the pandemic next year and that's mm. through vaccinations and stuff so we're obviously not for lockdowns because lockdowns don't help then there's also something fishy that's happening with the with vaccines the vaccine, that they're not yeah. telling us and 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 stuff and, so, and another thing how america is just shipping all of their vaccines to us that's also like one other question like because there people that wanted them yeah that's <laughs> why i'm saying why now they only they got give... vaccine centers they're standing <laughs> there wide open they're as busy as the ones in the drc yeah <laughs> you got people sitting there and they're vaccinating two people per day sure sure yep so that was also something interesting but i obviously agree with what pasta is saying i i i knew why they're giving us because their people don't want their, their vaccines yes so it's interesting yes so let us know your thoughts do you agree with what julius malimba said do we uh, do we not adhere to the lockdown regulations until the vaccines come up or let's have the lockdown and the vaccines at the same time let us know what you think on our social media <laughs> platforms this is the political show on XFM radio has never been better
Hey, what's going on? This is Adam Gilly, and you are listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. We help distributors grow their sales by over 15% in the first 90 days with our automated mobile software solution. Rapid Trade is used by over 16,000 users worldwide, and we process over 120,000 transactions per day on both iOS and Android. From map ordering and management to e-commerce and even van sales, or electronic proof of delivery, we've got your business covered. Call us for a demo on 011-493-9755 or email us at sales at rapidtrade.com. Go on. Make your customer a happy one today by getting on to Rapid Trade. In Acts 12 verse 5 it says, But while Peter was in prison, the, the church prayed very earnestly for him. Yes, so um, Peter had a COVID-19 problem, you could say. <laughs> because wow. the King Herod had just killed um, James one of the apostles and then what happened was that uh uh he saw that the the, the jews were very happy with it so now he arrested peter uh because he obviously wants more favor with the people and uh, peter's now in jail and i mean they've got him lying there he's chained to two guys they've got so many gods there you know and, and all of that sort of stuff so um the believers start praying they don't start panicking or, or all of that sort of stuff the believers actually start praying and then, mm-hmm. and then what happened is that um is that peter's sleeping and and this is this is an important thing um sleeping all right and no matter what stress we, we're going on to get the place where we also are able to sleep because we trust god and um you know we we we, we see him moving and we believe that he's going to to move for us you know and all of that sort of stuff an angel come and uh, wakes him up and walks him right out the prison and the next morning the guards don't know what happened and in fact they all they all get executed by by Herod. and i actually put it on a post put it on instagram you know on on thursday um when it and it's a guy named john spot actually wrote about this chapter he says this chapter opens with james dead mm. peter in prison and Herod triumphing it mm. closes with Herod dead Peter free and the word of God triumphing. Amen. And so this is the power of prayer. You know, we don't have to fight for vaccines. What we have to fight for is we've got to fight for prayer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the glory of God will come down and we will see people being healed. Yeah. We will see things happening like never before. Yeah. And, and that's what we've got to start doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm your girl, Cynthia. But you know, you can call me Dix. And with me in studio, we have Gavin Enson, who's not in studio. Oh, yeah. well, who's not in studio. Pastor Gavin incident and the Black Knight, the who, Black is in Knight who is in studio. <laughs> yes, so I should have said you can call me Gigs, and in studio we have the Black Knight and Pastor <laughs> Gavin, who's not in studio. But let us via know zoom. Yes, via Zoom. But let us know your thoughts about everything that we spoke about in the in the show, and obviously share the show out. Let people know about the yeah, political yeah. show. I think we number four or five. I don't know. I think somewhere. But guys, keep on, keep on we getting, getting those listeners because yes. we are going up. We are going yes. up for number one. But here's a song by Kanye West called Wash Us in the Blood. Remember, yeah. this is the political show on XFM where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics.
Wash us in the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come down. Listening to follow us on Gap and Twitter at Active FM, Instagram at Active FM Triple Seven, and Facebook at forward slash Active FM.